Tired of lying awake, tossing and turning, just hoping for a few hours of sleep? Get the sleep you crave with the one-of-a-kind Tempur-Pedic. Only Tempur-Pedic uses proprietary temper material that continuously adapts and responds to your body to relieve pressure. So you get deep, uninterrupted sleep. All night, every night. Now's a perfect time to renew your sleep with the one-of-a-kind comfort of Tempur-Pedic and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets. Learn more at TempurPedic.com. 2016 is the Flight 93 election. Charge the cockpit or you die. You may die anyway. You or the leader of your party may make it into the cockpit and not know how to fly or land the plane. Those words are from the Flight 93 election. An essay by Michael Anton. And today is January 6, 2021. The day Donald Trump crashed the plane. But let's be clear, this is different from the actual Flight 93. Some people don't remember that story. In many ways, it was an inapt analogy. On September 11th, 2001, hijackers took control of four planes. Two crashed into the World Trade Center and one into the Pentagon. The fourth was Flight 93 which crashed into a Pennsylvania field. Cockpit was seized, but with no expectation of landing the plane. Crashed it into the field and in the course saved U.S. Capitol building. However, the result of the Flight 93 election, the election of Donald Trump, hit the U.S. Capitol building. A mob of Trump supporters after a March for Trump rally, where President Trump's personal attorney and former Time Man of the Year and America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani called for a trial by combat, and President Trump encouraged rally-goers to show strength, this mob of Trump acolytes stormed the U.S. Capitol. They overwhelmed the Capitol Police. They carried the rebel battle flag through the halls of Congress. They broke glass and they occupied the halls of Congress until enough backup could arrive to remove them. Today was one of those days. I remember September the 11th of 2001 and I will always remember January 6th of 2021 when a mob laid siege to the seat of the American Republic. A mob inspired to action and egged on by the President of the United States. A series of downright lies and misrepresentation. It's hard uh, to capture how infuriating the whole thing is. How much like some sort of third world country whole thing looked. How embarrassing it was. Uh, we had the Prime Minister of Great Britain uh, delivering strong condemnation on this. We had the, a parliamentary leader from Turkey lecturing us on the virtues of democracy and the peaceful transfer of power. That's tough to take as a citizen of the longest continuous republic on the face of the earth. I was pleased by what the president-elect had to say. Probably uh, the one thing that he said wrong was that America needed to hear from 
President Trump. A President Trump called for people to go home. He also repeated the lies about the election being stolen that got them in there in the first place. What needs to happen? Well, once Congress finishes the business of counting the electoral votes for Joe Biden, officially declaring him the next president of the United States, it's time to remove President Trump from office. January the 20th is not soon enough. Personally favor a twin track. If Mike Pence, and I'm very dubious about this, and half the cabinet will note the obvious monomania of the president, his obsession with uh, having lost the election and trying to overturn the results of the election, clouding his judgment to anything else, then it would be appropriate to invoke the 25th Amendment to the Constitution, which would make uh, Mike Pence the acting president of the United States. The way this process works is that they would issue an initial declaration, and then the president would have four days to assert that he was able to fulfill the duties of his office. And then at that point, the vice president and majority of the cabinet could then reassert their assertion. And at that point, Congress would have 21 days to act. Now, two-thirds of Congress would have to affirm the uh, declaration that the president is unfit. However, Congress has 21 days to act on this. So, essentially, Congress could avoid addressing the issue of fitness the rest of the Trump presidency. Uh, the clock would run out, and the damage he could do in his last days in office would be negated. Uh, at the same time, I also believe that the president, through his actions, the result of his actions, has clearly uh, committed high crimes and misdemeanors. He has incited a insurrection against the United States of America. If that's not a high crime or misdemeanor, I don't know what is. And this could be done in fairly short order. The House could impeach the president in a day or two. An impeachment trial could be held in a day. Uh, most presidential impeachment trials uh, have gone much longer, but a lot of uh, impeachment trials for judges and things of that sort have only gone a day. The record is very clear as to what the president has done and it would just fall to the Congress to debate that. Now, as part of the impeachment process, once the president has been convicted, then Congress, in addition to removing him, can impose the additional sanction of barring him from holding any office of trust or profit under the United States of America. This should be done. He is clearly unfit uh, to hold public office. And these are extreme measures. I have never favored invoking the 25th Amendment. I think too often it's been a sort of fantasy solution. And in many ways is harder to achieve because of impeachment. But in this case, I think it really is warranted for the good of the country. Now, there is a larger issue here. And that is how so many normal Americans 
reached this point. And I want to come back to something that I wrote about in my recent newsletter over on Substack. And it goes back to Patrick Henry's famous speech. It's known for its rousing a conclusion of give me liberty or give me death. But that was far from the whole speech. The speech as a whole is this very intricate, well-considered argument made to the Virginia House of Burgess on why they needed to accept reality. There was not going to be any reconciliation with Great Britain. In fact, war had already come to uh, the shores of uh, the uh, colonies. But you still had people in the Virginia House of Burgess and the uh, Continental Congress who wanted to find some way to reconcile with the British, even while the British were uh, hunting down and fighting the uh, Continental Army, blockading ports. And Patrick Henry took a look and said, we're actually in a state of war and we need to face the reality of what's going on. Henry uh, said in the speech, it is natural to man to indulge in the illusions of hope. We are apt to shut our eyes against a painful truth and listen to the song of that siren till she transforms us into beast. People like easy answers like easy truth they like to believe only good news uh, particularly when it comes to the causes they support with donald trump there was an invitation to do just that the very first thing that the president sent his first press secretary sean spicer out to do was to lie to the press about the size of his inauguration crowd. It was a lie that was actually, by objective standards, it was verifiably false. But Spicer went out and did it anyway, because that was what uh, Trump demanded. And referring to that, Kellyanne Conway called the idea of Trump's uh, crowd size being the biggest uh, called it an alternate fact. It wasn't a lie. It was an alternate fact. And there's a cottage industry of news sources as well as politicians who will tell people uh, news that's false from a from an objective stance. But maybe it's just an alternative fact. It is the central critique of postmodernism that as a Christian I was taught was so dangerous, but it, it was being propagated uh, by Christians. So many who have gotten caught up in this web of deceit, in these merchants of malfeasance and deception. Why did people storm the Capitol? Because the President of the United States told them that the election was stolen. And whether I think it should mean something or you think it should mean something, it means something when the President of the United States speaks. The President magnifies the voices of these fringe news sources who gain subscribers, who gain money, who earn more by telling you more outrageous Lies. And if you believe lies about reality, it changes how you relate to it. 
if you believe that election results were hacked, that there was all kinds of fraud going on, that there is a massive cover-up, that the election is being openly stolen by a massive conspiracy that includes uh, Republican judges and Republican election officials and Republican-appointed judges. It even includes the Vice President of the United States, who one of the people uh, who went into the Capitol called a Judas. Mike Pence, a Judas to Trump. Mike Pence, who actually praised Trump's humility. Even now, the conspiracy theorists are stating it wasn't actually Trump supporters that entered the Capitol. It was Antifa. The problem with that is that actual Republican and office holders and former office holders have been identified among those that entered the Capitol. That dog won't hunt, not unless you've wrapped your head around alternate facts. You know, a friend on Facebook complained that uh, we never Trump sorts, just kind of go on and lecture without offering any solution or any action items that people can take. And I think that is a fair enough point. I think for alternate approaches to issues, alternate ways of looking at problems, you really do need a new political party and new political leadership that will actually uh, take on and address some of these tough issues. But let me offer something. If you are someone who has been uh, supportive of uh, President Trump and you've somehow managed to make it this far into the podcast, and you're listening and your mind's open, what could I say? What could I suggest? What action item could I give you that you're supposed to do that is going to make the country better? Here's one. Here is one. It's a simple item. Come back to the actual reality. You see, alternate facts don't exist. Alternate facts are lies. Let me ask you, take a step back. Step back from Newsmax TV and the Epoch Times. Step back from the crazy-making work of the Gateway Pundit and ignore Breitbart. They are part of a patriotic media enterprise that spreads disinformation, anger, and discontentment. Inflames and brings heat rather than light. Websites like this thrive off making you angry with driving you to the edge. They're making money from their advertisers. They're making money. All the crap they sell you. And they don't care what it's going to do to the country in the least. Take a step back. Turn off radio shock jocks. I don't say step away from news forever. I don't say abandon politics at all. I'm suggesting you put yourself into detox. Clear your mind. And then really take a look at who you can trust. Read from a variety of different viewpoints. Study and learn and form informed opinions. Don't trust anybody entirely. Resolve not to live a world of alternate facts that suit you, where all of your candidates do just wonderful things. Seek balance. Seek 
truth. The real world may not be as comfortable as a political fantasy. Even one where uh, you can uh, just be angry at a bunch of conspirators. But the real world is the only place where actual problems are addressed. And if today's events at the Capitol proved anything, the way that normal people were radicalized and driven is that what we consume matters. What type of person we choose to be matters. And what we saw in Washington was the result of garbage in, garbage out. That's all for now. I do welcome your comments emailed to adam at politicalrefuge.info. This concludes our podcast from this historic and infamous day. The house I live in, my neighbors white and black. The people who just came here are from generations back. The town hall and the soapbox, the torch of liberty. A home for all God's children, that's America to me. London Stock Exchange Group is here to be your essential global markets infrastructure and data partner, where open isn't just a platform, but a philosophy, giving you the freedom to make your mark in the world. LSEG. Open makes more possible.